All right, it's June 20th, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're going to talk about Adam Sandler's big Netflix release. We're addressing the franchise fatigue, and we're going to do something innovative. We're going to be making a list. So it's just Jimmy and I tonight. Dave couldn't make it. He's had some fancy, expensive dinner. So shout out, Dave. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. 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 I really get a lot of enjoyment out of listening to that every week. I'm not going to lie. It's your, it's your baby. It is. It's, it's, it's been going on for almost a year now, and it still plays. I love it. Uh, yeah, Dave is at Batsu. Did you ever hear of that restaurant? No, but he said it was no. like an order ahead, you have to go type situation. Yeah, so, I mean, sounds pretty cool. Hopefully he has something good to eat. All right, so box office last weekend, Men in Black International debuted at number one with $30 million. Uh, number two was Secret Life of Pets 2 with 24.4. Third place was Aladdin, 17.3. Fourth place was Rocket Man, up from fifth last week. Um, Maybe 9.4. And then rounding up the top five is Dark Phoenix with 9.3. Real, real rough uh, box office this What's weekend. What's Dark Phoenix? Real rough. Uh, X-Men movie. Oh, boo. I never even heard of it. X-Men yeah, that's, that X-Men stars... franchise is that bad that I don't even hear about them anymore? Yeah, that one. That one's uh, aggressively bad, I guess. Um, Sansa. Our girl Sansa Stark is the star of it. J-Law still in these? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, okay, not great. I have. Oh, I hate when if we have ever have new listeners, and this is how I come off right away. <laughs> uh, look at this picture of Sansa Stark that they have. I'm gonna. Can you send it to me? I will explain it to the people so they understand, and then I will okay. send it to you. Okay. It's it's just like her boobs are not that big. Like what's going on here? Oh, the photoshopping business? It's just the most chesty photo I've ever seen. Let's see. I'm pulling it up here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that doesn't... That's not... That's not right. We've seen her plenty in the past year from Game of Thrones. Yeah. She's beautiful. You don't need to, you don't need to do that to her. They're probably just giving her the comic book uh, rundown, you know? Yeah. She just don't need to. Don't need it. All right. Anyway, that X Men movie looks god awful. It looks like a Halloween Town version of X Men. Yeah, they're they're trying to get dark with it. Bad. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Bad. Unfortunate. You know what should be in here? A movie that came out on Netflix, I guess. That murder mystery. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. How you doing? You talking to me? Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Busy, busy as always. How about you? You you're always busy. Yeah, I'm always busy. I'm good though. Just yeah. had some cereal, which is always delightful. Nice. Yeah. I was I was just about to start doing my little workout. I've been hitting the treadmill every day after work coming down here. But then I realized I had to prepare for this. So I uh I got all of my, my workout clothes and just sat in the on the couch preparing. I, I wanna get we don't have anywhere to put a treadmill, but I wanna get a treadmill so bad because that's the only type of uh, workout I'll do. Like if I go to the gym with Katie, I'll just do however long she's there, I'll just go on the treadmill and sweat it out. And when I lived with her parents, they had a treadmill. There was a period of time where I used it. I stopped. 
But I, I want to get one. It's it's I I, I was staring at it for like three or four months, not even like touching it. But uh, it's right in front of my projector, my TV, and I just pop on a movie or a TV show and let it crush out, and then I just walk for like an hour and a half. It's awesome. Yeah. If I get lost in the movie, and there we go. It's a it's a win win. Yeah, I need to start walking more. Yeah, we all do. We need to get healthy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's just dive into these headlines. A quick note from last weekend. Uh, we already corrected it in last week's uh, movie review. We, we reviewed Fleabag, the Amazon series. Um, last week we talked about Cuba Gooding Jr., a uh, groping woman, and I was just saying, hey, probably didn't. He's a stand-up guy, didn't do it. Shout-out video and surveillance. It, uh, he very much did do it. Even though he's, he's still claiming, he's still claiming uh, or pleading not guilty. Video is clear as day. Wouldn't grab the tit and I think he's trying to say like, "Hey, I'm sorry, so just don't get me in trouble." Though, like, I was really drunk. But yeah, the video came out after the fact. Mm-hmm. We blew that. That'll happen. So, I mean, we're not journalists at all. We're headliners, people. That's yeah. it. Headlines only. Headlines only. Another headline: Avengers Endgame is. They decided that they 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 need a little push to get over the hump of to beat avatar so they're they're juicing their numbers they're re-releasing it with new footage this is bullshit i'm actually i i don't like it either um you can't muddy the waters what's the movie didn't blade runner do this where everyone loves the director's cut better than the original Mm -hmm. it's like well what's the movie got different endings you're gonna have different scenes like this should not be allowed you, you know, you know what? Like it the... should be allowed, but not till 10 years later. And you're like, oh, here's that extra footage. There has yeah. to be a statute of limitations. You can't just release a movie in the summer and then, or in the spring and then in the fall release it again with new scenes just to double dip into. Because you know what? The Avengers fans will pay to see this. I'm, I'm going to see it. And you're just getting got because it's not going to be good. It's not going to be anything worthwhile. It's just a way to get you to pay to see the same movie again. It's bullshit. It is wrong, and I don't stand for it. Um, hang on, wait a minute. My my problem with it is it's um not muddying the waters of the of the story or whatever. I I don't like the juicing the numbers to to surpass the all time box office because you're gonna have that that asterisk with it. <clears throat> I'm seeing inklings on the Google here that Avatar re released itself back in 2008 or whatever. Did you know that? No, but that's not that's nonsense. So they both are doing this. So I'm, I'm slightly more okay with it, actually. Yeah, James Cameron, snake. He really is a snake, man. Don't like it. It's not, I mean, they're like 40 million away. If they just, like, leave it in the theaters for, like, four more weeks, we should be good. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, well, hey, you're, you're a YouTube guy. Why don't you take this next one? Uh, yeah, so Google, the Google CEO... This actually is pretty interesting, but but makes sense. It is. The Google CEO says YouTube is too big to police, basically, because <clears throat> they're getting a lot of hate speech, harassment, and just like terrible shit uploaded to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's too big to police. Things are going to fall through the cracks that we can't find. Uh, you know, it's just it's massive. I agree with that. I don't think he should have said it because this kind of no. opens people up to like, hey. There's no police in YouTube anymore. Like, you need to have the allure that you're policing it heavily and you can't post fucked up shit, like, and, and that you'll get in trouble. So this is kind of, like, obviously common sense. And if he was in a court of law and this was his, like, 
out, then I would accept it. But don't publicly say this beforehand because I don't want like to be perusing YouTube and now I'm just like seeing deaths because they're like, hey, you can throw anything up there. They're not policing it. It's too big. I mean, they they said they're going to get like 90% of it, but obviously they can't get it all. He's covering himself there, but you're right. It's it's should have been quiet. No, we wouldn't have been talking about it. I guess they've been catching flack for having a lot of. Uh, they they said the harassment, which in the comment section, but I mean that's just internet wide. You can't. That's not specific to YouTube at all. Facebook's actually worse. I feel like. I don't even go on Facebook. Facebook's just trash land. I'm like introducing myself to this YouTube world, but right now, uh, the, all the people that like listen and, and comment on my videos are really nice. It's like a nice place. You're very lucky. <clears throat> yeah, it probably won't last as we continue to grow. But for now, it's like, hey, this is, I thought it was a complete cesspool. I think usually it is. Mm-hmm. The comments under my videos, they're pretty cool. I try to go in there and interact. They, they, they're coming in fast. It's hard. And it's really hard to like find comments and like keep conversations on YouTube. That's why it doesn't happen. People just type and run. Mm-hmm. then that gives them the freedom to say whatever they want. Anyway, YouTube's a weird place, but it's now my favorite place in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing pretty well there. It's crazy. How many followers you get now? <clears throat> I don't know. My brother usually updates me. Oh, you're too big for your own? N- no, he, my brother's like really into this. He loves it. Um, I don't know where it is. Last week you were like 60 plus. Oh, 87. Jesus, man. You're getting really, you're banging on the door for a hundred. I really want to get to there. You know, they send yeah. you a plaque. I was told. Yeah, I think we, I think you, you told us that yeah, last week. I don't, know, I don't know if it was on this, but yeah, like a, a silver, like big YouTube sign. Yeah. You're gonna mount that right behind you. I don't know. Is that douchey? Like I don't know. I, I feel like it, it's mm, not. I wouldn't say it's douchey. I would I'd say it's a point of pride. Yeah, I don't know. See, I don't know how I'm allowed to react to it. I'll have to find. I'll have to ask my brother. He'll know. I feel like in the internet, the being humble is not your friend. In real life, you should be humble, but in internet life, I think you got to be out there. Dude, I think about that with like stuff we're doing for Talking Yanks and Barstool, and mm-hmm. I, I've never found like because I've been following them since '09, and I never found them kind of uh, too self-promoting. Like I would never was like, oh, but I was always on their side growing up with it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like if a celebrity followed them. They do that thing where they like quote tweet and like, look who followed me, you know, like a yep. player. I mm-hmm. would never do that. But yeah. I should because like people want to know that stuff. Like when someone, a celebrity followed like Prez and he was like, oh, Minka Kelly just followed me. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, that's cool. It, yeah, it is cool. And I think that makes you more of a more relatable, too. Yeah, but that's just like not in me at all. I just think yeah, it's then don't force it. Of I course. think it comes off like douchey to do that stuff. So but I don't know, but it's a different world. But I was like, it's it's a weird grind. Yeah, don't don't force it on yourself. But I mean, enjoy it. Don't hold back. It's odd. All right, anyone else you should enjoy? Murder mystery. No, I haven't seen this yet. You haven't seen it? Did you watch oh, it? I did. Don't don't please please don't like. I don't Spoil even want to know if you think it's good or bad. Okay. I'm gonna no watch spoilers, it as soon no, as we're... no reactions whatsoever. It but it exists. Oh, okay. All right. So um, it it's a movie that came out. Yeah. I'm not giving you anything, but it came out with a, a barrel out of Netflix. Thirty point eight million unique accounts watched it in the first three days. That's 
So 30869000 people. And uh, if you extrapolate that by the average movie ticket price, that would have pulled in $281.2 million in opening weekend. For comparison, this weekend's box office, Men in Black International, debuted at $30 million. So $200 million more for this Netflix release. That's, that's monster numbers. That just proves that Netflix model is much better than the theater model. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I want to see Murder Mystery. Like We talked about this on, on air in the last week, I think, where Dave and I, didn't you like laugh? You didn't want to see it, and now you've watched it, and I haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I want to put it on in the background. I love Adam Sandler. Even like he's got some terrible movies lately. There's mm-hmm. if there's a hard stop off, is it Big Daddy the last one or last good one? It might be Grown Ups that I that I think are like genuinely hilarious. And then there's somewhere I'll just watch and be like, yeah, it's Adam Sandler. But this one, okay, yeah, I'm not giving my review. But um, it's hard not to. But I still like them. But anyway, what, I'm, mm-hmm. what I was saying is people kind of laughed at Netflix for giving Adam Sandler this six-movie deal. Mm-hmm. And there's been some clunkers along the way. But I think what, all... What are the other ones? What's that? What are the other ones? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I think this is like the sixth one. No shit, really? Yeah, so he did... Um, did his uh, comedy special count? <clears throat> I think it did. The, uh, he did uh, the first one was the ridiculous six, which I didn't even finish. I got like ten minutes in and stopped because I thought it was really mm. bad. The do over, Sandy Wexler. I don't know if the Meyerwitz stories was part of the deal. I would guess not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week of, so I'm gonna say that's the fourth murder mystery. And if his special counts, then yeah, murder mystery is the sixth of his six part deal. Uh, I've only seen two of those. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's some that are bad, but I wanted to see this one. I like Jennifer Aniston. Um, but people kind of laughed because they were like, oh, you're going to give, he got a six part deal. Now he's just going to make dumb movies with his friends. Well, look at the money they're pulling in. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. The money talks, gets subscribers. And I will say this no review, no review or opinion. I will say the supporting crew around them, all the, the, the bit actors that, they made the movie. Okay. Cool. Usually that doesn't happen with Adam Sandler. Usually they're all like, you know, caricatures of people. Mm-hmm. This time they were slight characters, but they made it. So. All right. I'm excited. I might put this on in the background while good. I edit tonight and, and make some breakdowns and stuff. I think you, I think you should. Yeah. So it's a good watch. Going to. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So didn't Netflix just do this same deal with um, Seth Rogen? E- it was a six movies, though. They, they, they did cut a deal with him, yes. I thought it was the same deal. I'm excited for that, too. Yeah. Um, Netflix is, I mean, Netflix is Netflix. They're, they're, they're crushing it. Even yeah. if it's like a shitty, that's the, that's the beauty of it. If, the, if it's a shitty quality movie or, or show or whatever, a special, it's, it doesn't matter because we can turn it off half, halfway through and, and we haven't lost a thing. Only thing we lost is like a half hour, 45 minutes of our time. Yeah. It's not like we go to the movies and we sit there, waste money, and we have to stay in the theater. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's also so not this, like Netflix is giving you a bunch of the same shit every single year over and over and over again, which nope. they are now calling the franchise fatigue. Mm-hmm. Which I don't believe in this. Oh, I I mean, they're describing me. Okay, go ahead. You, I hate Describe all the franchises. I feel, I feel like that's too much of a broad stroke. Franchise fatigue, they're saying... Uh, the writing may have been on the wall. Neither X-Men, Dark Phoenix, we just talked about, Godzilla, 
could get moviegoers enthusiastic enough to turn out. Uh, what did you say? This weekend, they were down over 50% from last year. I- I'm, if you tell me a movie's out and you say it's about to be a franchise, I don't even want to see the first one. It's like really? too much of a commitment, too much of like these are going to suck and just be made for money and not made for to tell a story or heart. I think they're mm-hmm. all garbage. Well, yeah, there's a difference between like that being garbage and and box office numbers. I think the real problem is is um, Rotten Tomatoes because they are crucifying these things before they even hit the uh, the theaters, ah. and people are turned off by going with. Like I was, I don't, I think... was all, I was all about Men in Black before I saw that they were like what it's like twenty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it looks terrible. I... Well, yeah, oh. but I was, I was still like, interested in going, but now I like, once I saw all the reviews, I was like, well, shit, no, I, I don't want to waste my time. You look like you just got hurt. Sorry, this kid on uh, Florida <laughs> State just took a fastball to the face. Ugh, hate to see that. But it hit just helmet, so he like didn't even react. Oh, weird. Oh, okay, yeah, it just hit the brim of his helmet. Crazy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have fran- I have <coughs> franchise fatigue. I'm not into it. I don't think you even like franchises to begin with, so it's not like there's fatigue. It's just anti-franchise for you. Mighty Ducks is good. Fair. I like the black. I like the the Batman trilogy. Okay. All right. Um, I I just think this is more to do with the the internet's perception before they even come out. To be honest. Oh, what I, I was gonna say before he took the fastball, the faces. I you and Dave, I think we're we different. I don't think people go see a movie, or don't see a movie because of Rotten Tomatoes. Like, the vast majority of people. Like, I'm trying to think of the people in my life. Like, my grandma, my aunts, my cousins. Like, I don't think they're like, what is this getting rated? Oh, I'm not going to see it now. I think people just see trailers and go to movies. See, I think we, the three of us are in the all ends of the spectrum. Like, Dave is at one end where he's, like, makes a break by the reviews. You don't give a shit about reviews. Me, I, I'm in the middle. I, if I am, like, if I'm interested... And seeing something, and then it's it's like a bad review that I'm swayed to like, well, I'll, I'll put it off. I'm going to see it still, but I'll put it off to later. i got better things to do with my time. If I'm really interested in seeing a movie, I'm still going to go with it, but it's it's going to – it knocks down the priority level for me to go. The way that I'm thinking about my family and like some of my friends in California, different groups of friends, and I think the way that the majority of them go to movies is one is there's something they really want to see, and they're going to see it no mm-hmm. matter what. Two is they just think, let's go to the movies, and then they say, okay, what's playing? And then they choose one that they, they just choose one and go. Like I, mm-hmm. like, I don't think reviews come into play that much in, in ticket sales. Okay. Well, I mean, if – I was going to say, if not, then why, why would people go see them anyways? But uh, that was going to be a terrible point to make, so I'm not going to make it. All right. Well, um, I got. I'm gonna get some out. I, I no. Dave, we, we, Dave we, would be diff- saying the complete opposite of me. So no, I understand that. But I, I, I see your point to a, to a degree. Um, me personally, I, I'm a different kind of person. I guess I, I love going to the theater, but if I see a better view, it's gonna discourage me from like pursuing it. Because I get, especially now, because I have the wife, the kid, I have three friggin' jobs to worry about. You know what's I weird? Need, I need to. I need to make time for it. Yeah. But. I don't I've, like knowing anything. Well, if I know I'm going to see it like this Adam Sandler one, I don't even want to know if you liked it or didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But 
we're like doing a podcast where we tell people that stuff. So the people who listen, <laughs> the people to. who listen to this, they probably enjoy knowing that stuff beforehand. So it's like completely opposite from me. Yeah, you're you're like a weird guy in this one. I wouldn't listen but to my, this uh, podcast because it would spoil too many <laughs> movies for me. Maybe. No, like our good, th- our, good, thing, good thing you're on it. <laughs> our movie reviews I'd listen to because it's after the fact. But like some mm-hmm. people might listen to our movie reviews before they even see the movie, which is they do actually. It, it blows my mind. It's insane. It's a crazy move. Um, you're actually a lot like my uh, my friend Matt at work. He um, he gets like irately angry when like somebody texts him something about the Avengers movie. Like they just came out, like oh man, this is awesome. He will go like berserk. He's like, I don't want to know anyone's opinion. Yeah. I, don't, I want my, my own opinion. So, I, I, you're not alone. Oh, that's exactly. But that's why I like doing this podcast with Dave. It's like, used to be a nightmare. He'd be like, it's really good. I'm like, stop! <laughs> now I'm going to go into it. Like, was Dave right? Is it really good? It's like, I want to go blank slate. Mm-hmm. Is that why you still haven't watched Chernobyl? No. it's That's just I don't have time to... To, like, sit and, like, I can only watch background shows right now. Okay. Chernobyl is a must-watch. You know that. I know, but I watched one episode. It looks really good. I just don't have time. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's a, it's a must-watch. And it's too heavy for... It's so I heavy. I have a half hour when I lay in bed. I do, like, me time. Mm-hmm. A half hour where I watch Netflix or I just click around YouTube and watch, like, songs. And Chernobyl's, like, way too heavy for that. Yeah. Yeah, you might have to wait till you know October when the Yankees are eliminated from the playoffs to watch. Yeah, it. yeah, that might be that, or like uh, All Star Break or a flight somewhere. No, All Star Break, you got to be on your game, man. That's like if you're going to be doing the MLB stuff, that's that's the hot time to post around the horn. Not the games around it. I think I'm going to try and like take those completely off from everything. Give yourself a break. Like just the three hours of the All Star game are the only time I want to work in that four day span. Oh well, that's good for you to do for yourself. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. You absolutely need to do that. Yeah. All right, we have uh, this list we're making, and I have an important question because I don't know what neuralized means. You don't? We explain it to you through the chat. It's the men in black thing. Boom. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're reviewing men in black. Are you, you and Jimmy, you, know, you and Dave are reviewing men in black tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be posted on Monday. Uh, and Dave, to help promote this, Dave brought up, was, hey, we should make lists. And, uh, it's going to be the top four movies or TV shows you'd want neuralized from your brain. So remove from, from your memory. Now, are we saying, like, we wish we never saw them or we want to experience them again? That is a great question. Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to allow that. I'm going to remove from your brain. gives you the opportunity to experience it again for the first time. Because that's like a completely different list. That is. That is... I think that's more interesting, though. And you're neuralizing it from your own brain. Yeah. You're not, so you're that, not saying it doesn't exist. Exactly. So. Shit. Now, I like this much better. I actually. had two. I had two that I was going to say I don't want them to exist. Mm-hmm. But that's not, I think that I, that's not part of this at all, really. No, I think that's less interesting. That's just like ranking our, our like top four least favorite movies or TV shows. Well, anyway, Pulp Fiction was that. I don't want that to exist. You don't? No, don't think it's good. Think people rave about it like it's amazing, and I don't think it's good. Oh well, I mean you're a severe minority there. It was the biggest cop out ending I've ever ever witnessed. <laughs> okay, uh, 
See, my my gut reaction right now is one of my top one be True Detective Season 1, so I could experience that again. But, however, the reason why that was so awesome was because I was living in the moment with everyone else on the internet, breaking it down. And you, can, you can't capture that again. Right? Yeah, no. So that that's not one I can I should take away. Oh, I got mine. Yeah? Fucking lucky number 11. Ooh. I want to watch that for the first time again. So that's that's kind of what we're looking at, big twists and shit. Mm-hmm. Lucky number 11. I I mean, I was younger then and not as like smart, but I had no fucking idea what was coming in that movie and I just Wait. Lucky number 11. Which one was that? I I'm thinking um Bruce Willis and the other guy, and there's a rabbi and uh, Morgan Freeman and Ben, whatever his name is. Uh, there's a, a rabbi and what's the other guy's name? I, I can't remember. I can't remember this movie. They're, they're uh, bitter Rivals, uh, Lucy Liu's in it, Josh Hartnett. I remember I remember the name. I remember all that. Well, you've already neuralized it. You're great. You're golden. Awesome. I can't wait to go see it again. Oh, I was man. thinking of the uh, the what was it the lucky aces? Oh, uh, same same deal. Splitting aces or something like that. Yeah. No, no, no. Lucky number seven is way better. Yeah, lucky number okay. seven. I, I'd neuralize that and go watch that again for the first time. That'd be hmm. fantastic. Hmm. Trying to give a good answer here for me because that was a good one. Obviously, I, I already have neuralized it. I think I'd like to watch Shawshank again. For the first time ever? For the first time. Because I want to... I, right now, that movie is so good to my brain because I watched it for so long, and I, I've heard people rave about it. I want to know if it's real. I know it's a good movie, but will I love it as much if, if without the history? I don't know. Um, I, uh... I, like... I like watching Shawshank more now than I did mm-hmm. the first time I watched it. Not to say I didn't like it then. Mm-hmm. I just like, it's like so cozy now. Like, oh, this is this <laughs> scene. You know what I mean? Oh, this is this mm-hmm. scene. Yep. Because I was talking about Band of Brothers, and it's like, no, Band of Brothers isn't, good, isn't as good. Band of Brothers is the best watch of Band of Brothers is the fourth time. Yep. I'm on my, like, 17th. Um... I'm now I'm thinking oh. about like twist endings and shit like seven that'd be cool to do again. The, I, I'd like to do Dexter season four. That's the the Trinity Killer Trinity one. Killer. That was such an amazing like the whole the whole season was just pure awesome. And the and the, the finale puts you in therapy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like some like short series that I just absolutely loved on TV. Because, like, watching, like, a whole Breaking Bad thing again, I don't know if I want to do that. Nah. No, no, no. Uh, oh, I got one. I'd love to be able to watch Parks and Rec for the first time again. That'd be cool. Because I laugh, I laugh my ass off every single time. What? Just, like... So it's still... Still, but still it wouldn't... I don't know. I'm going with that anyways. What about Whatever. Sixth Sense? Like, did, were you shocked by that? I was thinking about that, too, because... When I first saw that, I was terrified, little bitch, in the theater. So I, I kind of like had my head buried in the in the sand, and the reveal was like amazing. So I think watching it as an adult, like being able to actually take in the whole movie, would probably be a better experience for me, with a good reveal. Oh, okay. Um, Gone Baby Gone and Saw. 
I'm just doing twist endings, just so I can experience a twist ending. Saw. Oh, that's a good one. Saw was like, what, 2004? I was a freshman in high school, I believe. That that ending floored me. When that motherfucker got up from the bathroom <laughs> yeah. floor, I wish I could just watch my face when it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I would probably audibly gasp. Oh! I, this, <laughs> you're right. When, <coughs> when he got up, that was a, um, a, a pivotal moment in my life. Yeah, I, I, that's when I realized, like, oh my god, these these surprise endings can be like for real. Like, oh, dude, some comedies would be really good for this as well. I was like, super bad, super bad, and and soft two or whatever four mm-hmm. came out. I saw them in the same weekend, so that made me think of super bad. Like watching Superbad for the first time, I still think the jo- I think the jokes would like floor me again. Yeah, I still laugh at them, but like uh, the first time, and I think it'd be even better for you because you know you'd still know who these actors are, but like if you'd be digging up some kind of indie movie you never saw with these like A list actors, you'd be like, "This is funny." Yeah, <laughs> it's like holy shit, Emma Stone. Oh wow. Well, they're bangs. Yeah, so I, at first I went to dramas because I like dramas the best, but then I, I think it's horror or twist endings and comedies that you would want to neuralize and be like, let's do this one again. Mm. Yep. Um, ooh, uh, I think I might do a town. I was going to do Gone Baby Gone. Okay, so that's, that's in the same vein. Yeah. I would do the town because, I mean, it, it, that, that they filmed that when I was working at Fenway and, and working – also, the North End where they shot a bunch of scenes, so that was quite the moment for me. Wife, also Linda. <laughs> the Lindas want you to come home happy. Yeah. The Lindas want you to open the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put the gun down. I'm, I, Fuck you. I like our list. You could put Shutter Island on there if you were blown away by that ending. Oh, that was a good one. But I like didn't like experiencing Shutter Island. I was too creeped out for my own good. Yeah, but just mm, it's what it's it's the reveals that that do it. You've you've nailed it. The reveals. Um, what the? I'm making my list here. I'm not even following it. There's a lot of S's in our list. Just saying. Josh thinks extends saw Shutter Island. Yeah, it's true. The town. Mm. Town. Cool. All right. On that one, let's just, uh, probably wrap this up. Um. Movie release is coming out this weekend, talking about franchises. Toy Story 4. I don't think this one's going to have the uh, the fatigue on it. I think this one's going to actually play. I actually want to rewatch Toy Story 3 because I watched it once, and I want to rewatch it and figure out where it leaves off and stuff because I do want to watch Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember being, like, sad, but I don't, I don't quite remember anything Prime example of a good story... Like, I don't like that genre. I, I don't like any other Pixar movie. But, like, Toy Story mm-hmm. Story is so good. It is. People try to act like Finding Nemo or Lilo and Stitch are good stories. Those things are brutal. They're drag out. There's, like, five. Simple. There's, like, a million endings. Toy Story Story is fantastic. And it's also so relatable as a kid. Because when, you, when you're growing up, you pretended your toys were alive. You, you thought, like, oh, my God, my toys are alive when I'm not here. You had that thought, didn't you? No. Oh, well, you're weird. You, I don't have, I don't have like, an imagination like that. Like, science fiction shit like that never. I was convinced my toys were alive. I'm when rooted I was in reality. Sucks to you. Yeah. 
Oh, they just showed a McFlurry, a commercial for McFlurry. I haven't had one of those in so long. It looks delicious. Nah, that's too much chunky. I, I can't have ice cream with too much shit in it. I haven't had one in probably two decades. They, still, they like, grind up, like, candy and, and shit and yeah, junk, junk in there, right? It. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I can't it do looked, that. It looked really good. Then it gets, like, it, the Oreos, I feel like it's soggy and stuff. I just don't like that. I had something Nobody I was going to say. What were we talking about right before I did the McFlurry dumb thing? Toy Story. Toy Story. Uh, Said you're like rooted. You're rooted in oh, reality. So when I took a screenwriting class when I was in film school, mm-hmm. my screenwriter, it's a guy named Fred Siegel, I think his name is something like that. Not Fred Siegel. Fred something. Mm-hmm. He showed me uh, this like mashup. Might have been on YouTube about how to write a Pixar movie, and there's like a formula, but not. They're not saying it in a mean way, mm-hmm. but Toy Story lives up to it. Might be interesting for anyone listening to a movie podcast. Basically, you show a character and you show them with something they love. And then the second scene, or like the with before the fifth scene happens, you show that thing that they love getting taken away from them, like Finding Nemo. The 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 Nemo gets taken away. Uh, mm-hmm. Toy Story. The toys get taken away. Up his wife. Up his wife. Yeah. And then that's the rest of the plot. I mean, it plays. Yeah. No, he was saying like that's how like a lot of movies are supposed to work. Mm-hmm. What does this character love, or what's this character's goal? Now take it away. Oh, did you guys review Boyhood on here? No, that was before us. I hated that movie. N- not Boyhood. Uh, mid-90s? No, we did not, no. I actually didn't see that yet. I started watching it. It's so sad in like a bittersweet, sad way. Really? I got to finish. I was really into it. Yeah? But maybe it's because I have a brother that's 10 years younger than me. It's about this little kid who idolizes his big brother, and his big brother's an asshole to him. That's sad. Relatable There's for you. There's this scene where, like, the little brother, like, the big brother leaves, the little brother goes, runs in the room, starts looking at all his stuff and, like, idolizing it. And I mm-hmm. just like, oh, shit, I, I would never let, I would always tell Luke, like, you're not allowed in my room because he would, like, touch stuff. And I was like, is that what was happening? That's probably what was happening. It made me sad. All right. All right. <laughs> Some final all thoughts right. there. I like those thoughts. All right. Um, real quick before you head it out, uh, recommendations. Murder Mystery. Got to go watch that. Uh, I watched Brexit. That's the uh, fuck. I forget the guy's name. Um, Benjamin Cumberbatch. He stars in it. It's a. It's like a docudrama about the Brexit ordeal, and it's actually super boring. Imagine that. Uh, and then City on a Hill, my my new hopefully favorite show. That looks good. It it is good. Not to spoil it for you, it is good. No, I but I like I told you before, I'm a homer, and I'm very well aware of that. So that's a different a situation opinion. than a movie, a show. Mm-hmm. Because there's like so much to it, like you want someone to be like, "No, it's good." Yeah, it was trash for the first half hour. It was just generic, basic bullshit trash, and then it something happens and ticks up. Right. So, I think they they kind of they they shittily and, and haphazardly introduced all the characters. That's what it was. It was all rushed. It was weird. And then once you introduce all the characters, then kind of settled into a story, which is good. All right. All right. Um, so that's uh, about it for us uh, check us out on Monday uh, Dave and Jimmy will be reviewing Men in Black International uh, and check us back here next week at Friday for another episode of Headliners follow us at Six Pack Cinema on Twitter Instagram Facebook the whole nine alright thanks guys see ya bye